Hello and welcome to this new episode of the Success Great Podcast. This is your host Hussein Talib. This is episode number 58 with Colin Thompson where we are talking about blockchain and the cryptocurrency. Hope you enjoy this one. Also, if you would like to stay updated with the Success Great Podcast, go join the Success Great Podcast newsletter. Welcome to Success Grid, the place for sharing entrepreneurial stories, knowledge, and wisdom to educate and inspire you to always strive to raise your standards in your business and your life. With your host, Hussein Talib. Welcome to an episode of the Success Grid podcast here with me today, Hussein Talib. Today I have a very special guest with me, Colin. He's a certified blockchain expert and co-founder of online education platform X. Chains.io that is backed by the blockchain technology and powered by cryptocurrency coin XCZ. He also created uh, the cryptocurrencies LBC and LGS and XCZ, as I mentioned. So, this is a very exciting episode. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, Colin, welcome to the Success Great podcast. Yeah, Hussein, thanks for having me on your podcast. I'm very excited to talk to, you, to your audience about blockchain and this exciting thing taking over the world called cryptocurrency yeah yeah i am very excited too i'm not very familiar with this topic so this is why i wanted to have you on and talk about this subject so tell us a little bit more about yourself and what you do and how did you get into the blockchain and crypto yeah so a lot of things there um i am here in shanghai china i've been here in china for the last 13 years um prior to coming to china i lived in the united states i was born in canada um grew up in the united states from a very young age I was exposed to computers and IT. So I called myself still at this age, still an IT nerd. I love technology. I like technologies that change things, that disrupts the current way people live and think. When I went to university at Howard University in Washington, DC, I was initially a finance major because I have an older sister who was, who was a finance major and got a nice job when she graduated. So I said, hey, I want to get a job. Let me go into finance. But very quickly after getting there, within my first semester as a freshman, I changed my major to IT. So I've always had a liking of IT. About 2016 to 2017, when I knew that I was going to be leaving IBM, who I was working for at the time, I was going to be leaving IBM. I said to myself, before I leave, what can I learn about? Um, IBM has, has, has at their fingertips access to a lot of education. And yeah, I said, what do I want to learn now? And I said, blockchain. Back in 2016 and 17, blockchain was very, very new. Mm. The technology has been around for a while, but the, the using it as a business was very, very new. And I said, if I get into blockchain now, because it's such a new field, within a few years, I could be regarded as an expert. So I dove into blockchain. I took all the education I could. I got all the certifications I, I could. And I found that it really is... Um, Ground, groundbreaking and a very interest, interesting technology. Even now in 2020, 2021, it's still relatively young. It's mm. still relatively unknown. But that's how I got into blockchain. And people always want to talk about cryptocurrencies. Cryptocurrencies yeah. is, stands on top of blockchain. Yeah. But, yeah. but blockchain is the technology that yeah. drives cryptocurrencies. So, awesome. So let's start from there. You mentioned that the cryptocurrencies stand... Below, let's say the blockchain, because the blockchain is like the framework for it. So what exactly is the blockchain? Because it's a new technology. When we say blockchain, what is blockchain exactly? 
Yeah, so I'll make it very simple for you and your audience. So a blockchain is nothing more than a digital ledger with a growing list of records that are called blocks. Hmm. Um, now these blocks are linked together using, using cryptography. Each block contains a hash of the previous block and data. So if you look at each, each block as being a record of data and you have one block and you have another block and another block and they're all linked together. Mm. That's how they make a chain. So each block contains, um, could be thousands or thousands of lines of information. Now, a blockchain was invented by a person named Satoshi Nakamoto back in 2008. And it was created, created specifically to serve as a public transaction measure of the, the cryptocurrency, Bitcoin. So blockchain was actually made for cryptocurrencies but it's not it's not the same um now three important things about blockchain the, the first one is it is decentralized no single person owns the blockchain so each member in the network has a copy of the exact same data in a form of that ledger so each the the blockchain for example the blockchain that manages bitcoin it's on thousands of computers worldwide not mm -hmm. one person owns it also mm -hmm. It's transparent. It's, it's tra the transparency, which means all transactions are fully viewable by anyone. Every transaction on a blockchain can be viewed by everybody. So it's transparent. And the last part about it is immutable, meaning all transactions cannot be manipulated, amended, or changed. As a matter mm -hmm. of fact, you cannot remove any data from the blockchain. So as long as that blockchain is operational, that data will remain there forever. Mm. So that's a very high level explanation of what blockchain is. So awesome. So I, what, I, what I get from this is like blockchain basically is something that is public and that is someone can see what's inside it. Inside it. Correct. This is, right? All this is, yeah, all, all everything, all the records in it. Yeah. Correct. So we think and, about uh, companies. Yeah. And it's, a, but, but from what I also understand that it's a big, it's a big information, huge information there, big database. So, yeah. Yeah. And what is, what is beautiful about this, if you think about organizations that have shady transactions, with blockchain, you can't really have shady transactions because people will see them. Because, again, everything is viewable by, by anybody who, who has access to that blockchain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So... <clears throat> now blockchain is used for the crypto so do, does it have any other use than crypto or just only on cryptocurrencies well there's, a, there's actually a very um a very famous famous case um you've heard of Wa walmart correct mm. yeah. so so walmart did a project i want to say about four or five years ago um called the walmart food traceability initiative the Walmart Food Traceability Initiative. Okay. And what they what they did, what they did was they about five or six years ago, Walmart had a salmonella poison, salmonella outbreak in their lettuce, mm -hmm. meaning it had some lettuce that poisoned in there. So Walmart had to pull the lettuce off the shelves, um, almost every Walmart in a certain part of the country. And that impacted a lot, a large number of stores. And I think it took them, I want to say, a few weeks to trace the, 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 the salmonella back to the root to find out where it came from. Mm -hmm. So using a blockchain where every transaction 
is, is traceable. They did an experiment and they found that Athena went to a store and they said, let's trace this, this um, avocado back to the source. It took them about eight days to trace it back to the source. Mm. They then decided to use blockchain. They used blockchain to do the same exact thing. And it took them 2.2 seconds to trace back to the source. So how, how, right, how, how is this important? Let's say there was another outbreak of salmonella in lettuce. They can then take that single batch and trace it back to the exact farm, the exact lot, and know what to pull. They would not have to pull all the letters off. They'd know exactly what to do. Yeah, so that's safe. So, awesome. so they, 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 they would, for example, if there is like a huge uh, warehouse with a lot of boxes, they, they would know in like, in like a minute or less, maybe which box is has exactly. the bad lettuce or the bad whatever. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so exactly. so it's, it's, it's very... Uh, time saving saves a lot of time <laughs> absolutely um, yeah. the blockchain is also you know we talk about cryptocurrency um and people think about cryptocurrencies the wrong way they think, oh, about, that? They think people now think about cryptocurrencies as a way for them to make easy money <laughs> and it's funny because i'm in, i'm in, in i'm in the space of blockchain and cryptocurrencies i gotta tell you I don't like most people who are into cryptocurrencies okay. because they complain when they make an investment and it doesn't double in one week. If you go back to January of this year, when Bitcoin was going crazy, going up, 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 and people were investing. Yeah, and when it came they, down, see, it's going up. They said, well, this sounds uh, very good and it's going up. So if I put a little bit money, if I put a thousand, two thousand, right. so it will be doubling or tripling. Right, right. But the, the, the investing based off of hype, what they're seeing on TV, not based off of sound logic. Anybody will tell you, you never, even, even regular stocks, you never invest when something is at an all-time high. You wait for it to dip and you invest in the dip, right? But people now want to earn money by doing nothing. Even, even if you think about people gold mining, to gold mine, you still have to dig for gold. <laughs> but with <laughs> cryptocurrency, people want to sit in front of the computers and invest their rent money, invest their... their, their yeah, their that, that, that's bad. Yeah, I, I think, that, that, like you mentioned, uh, if you if someone want to go and try it, especially if you don't know what is it exactly, Okay, uh, you should have the extra cash on the side. So if they, they are gone, you won't cry right. over it. And your wife won't kill you, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, but, but, so, so I think, to me, the most important aspect of cryptocurrency, if I can say it's use, it's mm. use isn't really to make people money. Mm. Um, to me, in my opinion. The use is to help people protect their money. Now, I'll tell you what I mean. Mm. If you think about a company, uh, excuse me, a country like Haiti, I'm mm. not sure if you know, but two days ago, the president of Haiti was assassinated. Yeah, I heard that. Uh, right. yeah. and what that did, it also it impacted, it impacted the value of the Haitian dollar. Mm. So if you think about, let's say I'm, I'm living in Haiti and it takes me um, 10 Haitian dollars equals one dollar, one US dollar. And 10 Haitian dollars can, can buy one bag of bread, okay? Now, 
when something like the assassination of the president happens, the, the, the inflation sets in. So now that 10 Haitian dollars is only worth, let's say, 50 cents. Yeah. And you no longer buy even one bag of bread. So now you need 20 Haitian dollars to buy one bag of bread. So you see how the, the value of the currency can fluctuate based mm -hmm. on things that happen in the country. Yeah. Now, if you, if you take that same 10 Haitian dollars, what it's worth one US dollar, and buy one US dollar worth of Bitcoin, no matter what happens in that country, you're still going to have that so, value. Mm -hmm. Now, there may be some fluctuations on the side of Bitcoin, but typically it's going to hold its value. Now, if you now want to pull your money back out and back into the Haitian dollar, that, that same one US dollar worth of Bitcoin would now be worth 20 Haitian dollars. Mm -hmm. So for, for countries where there's a lot of variability in the currency, putting the money in a currency that's stable is, is something that will help them, help them survive through the inflation that's taking place in the country. Mm -hmm. So in that use, the, current, the, the cryptocurrency is being used as a store of value. Mm -hmm. We want to hold the value. That's mm -hmm. very important for those countries where there's a lot of fluctuations in the strength of their money. Mm. Actually, that's a very good point. I never thought it about it uh, this way. This is very smart about, like, especially a lot of economies now are going up and down. You see a lot yeah. of countries uh, have that, but also the problem is sometimes it's uh, the regulations within the country have, they, they consider the cryptocurrencies to be, like we mentioned earlier, it's decentralized. So the government is trying to put more emphasis and more taxes and more things on it so let me ask you uh, the criteria for selecting crypto to invest in what this is the first thing so what is the criteria to have if someone wants to invest what is the basic let's say criteria to do that yeah so i like to tell people that when you're investing in cryptocurrencies do not <laughs> do not invest based off of emotion oh yes do not Right. right. I'll tell you what I mean. So every now, about every two to three weeks, I have somebody who will call me, give me a phone call or send me an email and they'll ask me what cryptocurrency should they invest in? Or they'll say, hey, Colin, I heard of this, this, this token. I want to invest in it. What do you think? Mm -hmm. My first question is, why do you want to invest in this particular coin? And the answers fall into three categories. They'll say, I heard about it online. Um, I know others that have invested in it and made money. Or I got a hot tip from a friend who said, invest in this early because it's going to go to the moon. Mm. So when I hear this, in my mind, I'm going, okay, you're heading into a disaster, into a disaster. So, I, I, so my response is always, there's three criteria that you want to follow when investing in cryptocurrency. And the first one is, first of all, do not invest what you can't afford to lose, like we talked about before. Mm. Um, the first criteria is the utility of the token, meaning is there a valid use for that token? Now, this might not be as important now as it was two or three years ago when everybody was trying to find a use for the token. And what that means is, can you go to a store and can you purchase something using that token? So, so now there's a use, a use case for it. And that's, that is not the case in almost any 
cryptocurrency. Um, if you recall, Tesla was going to accept uh, Bitcoin mm. and they changed their mind, right? So now you, you'll find a few organizations that will accept Bitcoin, but right now there's typically no utility for cryptocurrencies. And that's, a, that's I still think that is, a, that is an important case for it. Um, the second area or second criteria is looking to see is there any founder founder and project team information online meaning go to their website if you think about um shiva go to shiva's website go to ethereum's website do you see information about the founders the project team because for tokens that have no project or team information it's shady it might be a red flag i have there is something called the white papers is that important yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So, so I'll, I'll get to that one next, right? But you want to make sure that you, they do have information on the founders and the project team. You want to know that there's history there. And if they have pictures, even better, because people who are doing bad things typically don't have the real name and picture <laughs> online. And then the third criteria yeah. that you mentioned is project information and white paper. Is there a white paper? And white paper is a sort of summary, a report of what that coin is about and what they're trying to accomplish as a project team. Mm. And secondly, do you see that the project has milestones? What are they trying to build? How are they trying to get that token used by more and more people? Throw three things, making sure that there's a utility, a useful use of the coin, making sure you can find information on the project team and the founders, and finally making sure that there's an actual project and white paper existing. And read the white paper. Read the white paper. Sometimes you see white papers that have been plagiarized or copied from other projects. So read the white paper. Once you have that information, what that does, it makes you a little smarter about the organization. It makes you a more, more smart investor. If you're investing in stocks and bonds, typically you're going to do some research first. Same yeah. thing. However, the, most people now, the only research they do is seeing an article that says this token has, has, has increased in value you know, 20% in one week. And they say, oh, I want to get in on the fund also. Mm -hmm. And typically when they get in, it's sort of after the token has made that big leap in value. Mm, yeah. So uh, uh, we saw a great jump in the cryptocurrency market. There is a lot. I don't know how many cryptocurrencies are there, but there seem to be like maybe a million of them. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. so what, 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 what differentiate them from each other? Okay, because for example, and I see also similar names like uh, Ethereum Max or something like that. So if I want to start some uh, soft drink company, for example, and I want to name it, I can't name it like uh, Coca Pepsi or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah, you, you, can't, you can't name it. You can't name it Pepso. Right. <laughs> yeah, but that. but with the cryptocurrencies, you see similar names like Ethereum Plus, Ethereum Max, whatever. So how does that happen? Are the coding so basically? I would understand also this is like a coding. There is some codes to do with it. Right. So are the coding similar or are they different from each other? No, the the the, the code, the technology behind it is absolutely the same. The there same. are some variations. The some, for, for example, um, the Ethereum network is different from the classic uh, black blockchain network. So there are some differences, but most of most of the technologies are the same. It's sort of like 
if you look at these different cars out there, you know, you can have a Ford, you can have a Honda. They're different on the outside, but the engine, the inside are fairly the same. You know, they use the same sort of technology. Mm. So, yeah. So, so these, these um, cryptocurrencies are very similar. What makes them different is the HYPE, the hype, the mm. press, what people are saying. If you recall, there was a token that was made to be a joke called Shiba. Mm. And Shiba, I'm sorry, not Shiba, Doge, Dogecoin. Mm. Mm-hmm. Dogecoin back in January, February, March, value tripled in value almost overnight because some very famous people backed put, it up yeah yeah, the, yeah for example the influencers on instagram or whatever so they said it's a it's a good investment the, the, this is the problem these type of people tell you that this is not a financial advice but if you are like into crypto but this is a dodge coin or whatever could be a good something so go right. check it out right and then what happens though what happens though people will say well those coins only cost one penny if yeah. i put, let me put two hundred dollars in there and see what happens right so you know people will, will, will hear the hype and they'll go invest mm. bitcoin the, the, the technology behind bitcoin is no different from the technology behind doge the only difference is mm. bitcoin was the first to do it so mm. bitcoin has been around a lot longer and has a better stronger reputation but but there's really no difference in a lot of these tokens the only difference is the amount of hype it can generate and maybe some do have some solid use cases. Um, Ethereum has a strong use case. Um, 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 uh, 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 Ripple have a strong use case. Um, so there are a few that have real use cases, but the, the vast majority do not, but they have hype. As long as you have hype and some people with some extra money and want to get rich quick, you'll find people yeah. to invest in your, in your token. So let me get this. Cryptocurrencies, especially the ones that are coming up, the new ones, what makes them? They start first off with the with they start cheap, like in pennies or cents, like. Yeah. But what that gets them to soar in the price is basically the marketing of it. The, the marketing of it, and I would say the popularity of the, yeah. the um some of the some of the people who who design some blockchains are very intelligent, very famous. And they do a lot of speaking. So each time you hear them speak, they're pretty, they're pretty they're championing their, their token. Ethereum is like that. The owner of Ethereum, very popular guy. He talks about it a lot. And slowly and surely, people, more and more people start to invest. The tokens you're seeing now, Bitcoins, Ethereum, they've been around for a long time. They're not new. Some of the new, some of the younger ones are very new. And you know, if you look at where, where, where Shiba is and Doge, they will be bigger and better down down the road but they still have a ways to go every mm. two or three years all the tokens that are fake and on the projects fall off because they're no longer able to, to remain on exchanges because nobody's buying and selling, selling the token mm. yeah so but you mentioned for example uh, earlier that there is the some kind of volatility for the market it goes like you mentioned for example elon musk right right 
I saw, I saw some of his tweets for him or Tesla or whatever. Uh, we are going to have people pay in, in Bitcoin. Now we don't right. want the people to pay in Bitcoin. So basically, this guy who actually I think have in, invested in Bitcoin, right? Uh, he he's he's has a huge following and he's kind of maybe I don't know playing the market or something because when he says we are going to use it with Tesla to buy cars and then no we are not going to do that so he's like putting the market up and then right. down right. so these kind of things and the power of that uh, how that can be safe investment for the let's say the little guy <laughs> yeah well again i don't i don't think that cryptocurrency is the safest investment for little guys meaning that when i say little guys i'm speaking of people who only invest based off of hearing elon Musk talk mm. they have no idea what the technology is what blockchain is the only investing because they see elon musk and he's a smart famous guy who's rich <clears throat> If you invest like that, you're going to lose your money because you're not investing based off of any, any process. Um, I also think whatever market, you have to be careful. If one person can influence the market that much, mm. you want to be careful because now you're basing the success of your money off of the whims of one person. So some of us are very happy Elon Musk did what he did because what he did, he sort of settled the market, meaning he came in, hyped it up, and you saw when he made announcements, the, the value of, of cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin rose tremendously. When he came back and said, okay, we're not, after all, we're not going to accept Bitcoin, you saw the price go down. And typically, the price would have, if, if the price, if the, if the market was soft, that price would have fallen, let's say back down to 10,000. But it went to about 30,000 and held there, held there. Mm -hmm. Meaning now odds are it's going to stay at that area for a while because that's what the market is. So before when it was at 60, that was based off hype. So now where it is now, this is where we This think is where it is based on the demand and supply and demand. Right, right, so, right, yeah, right. But, but for, you know John McAfee, right? Of course. Who? John McAfee. Yes, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, so I let I I knew I knew him and lately he's been uh, a lot of talk about him because he died or uh, I don't know yeah, what exactly died, happened. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. he was a big proponent, I think, for the crypto and the blockchain also industry. <laughs> so he like predicted maybe like last year or something or this year that uh, Bitcoin, for example, because now Bitcoin is the major thing when it goes up a lot of cryptocurrency other cryptocurrencies goes up with it right yes so he predicted like it would be i don't know a million <laughs> something like that uh, or yeah. 100 i forget yeah. is that something that actually can happen to uh, that it goes to 100,000 or a million i don't well, know I, how to answer this it could happen it's not likely to happen for a while and i say i'm trying to say this correctly because you know, if you look at where Bitcoin was four years ago to where it is now, it's gained over a thousand percentage. So mm. it can it can go higher. It got to sixty thousand this year, which means that it can get to a hundred thousand in a year or two. I do mm. believe it's possible. Yeah. However, 
I don't think that people can predict that because mm -hmm. to predict that, you must say, I'm making this prediction based off of this information. Yeah, exactly. And so you have to study the reasons that, for example, it went to 60, 65, and maybe see the same similarities there. Well, it, I would say, what were, the, what were the reasons that went to 60? What made that happen? And nobody can say why it happened. People can just say there was high interest in the market. That's it. People wanted to buy. And you, yeah, and new people knowing. For my, right. I'll tell you a little story. Uh, my, my, I have my friend who started in February. He buys the not Bitcoin, the other currencies that that new and cheap, like you mentioned, the pennies and the cents. Uh, and yeah, he, Doge. I don't know. I don't know what yeah. currencies. So he's uh, into it. He likes it because now I like when until I think April he's he double he had a thousand dollars something like that, and it's like quadrupled. It's like th four thousand, five thousand. But now, now recently in these days, it the market for I think from what I understand, like some kind of dip. So he lost lost a little bit of money. <laughs> so so he's basically a new guy to it. He does not know anything about it and just started think doing it because uh, yeah, like you mentioned earlier, it's like a quick buck or so something. Right. <laughs> so let me let me share with you a few things about your story, and this is what I, I talk to people about when I tell people that want to invest in cryptocurrency that you have to be smart. You cannot let your emotions get in, get involved. Mm. Because as you mentioned, he, he started with a thousand. He got up to 4,000. When he got to 4,000, the value of his, his, his money quadrupled. Did he sell? Uh, uh, yeah, I think he, he withdrawn the original investment. Good, okay, good. Because most people, don't sell. Most people will say, well, heck, it's grown this much already. It's going to continue growing. So let me not sell. So, mm -hmm. for, so investors should always have a high. Once it hits a certain uh, 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 target, I'm going to sell or at least pull my initial investment out. So he went up to 4,000 and let's say it dropped back down to 2,000. Okay. Most people will say, holy S-H-I-T, <laughs> I lost I lost two thousand yeah. dollars. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You gained a thousand dollars. Yeah, right. Basically, basically, say, yes. Yeah, people will say I should have put, and they will make themselves sick. When Bitcoin got to sixty, and now to thirty, those who didn't sell anything, I say, oh my god, I lost thirty thousand dollars. I lost thirty thousand dollars. I'm like fool. Go back to January 2019. Bitcoin was three thousand dollars. It's thirty thousand dollars now. Right, so you gain twenty-seven thousand dollars. You did not lose thirty, but in people's minds, they lost thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, and I'm like, so, uh, if you have that mentality, you're never going to be satisfied with the game. Yeah, this is the so it's it's like a mind game. Where, yes, but the, the, the I don't know. Maybe the thing with it, it's because uh, uh, a lot of people seeing some people they know they do it because maybe it's easier than to invest in for example in, in the stock market yeah. with shares and stuff like that so they say they, they're thinking like a thousand uh, my friend made a thousand in like a month or less so yeah this is a great idea and stuff like that and, so and, and, and this is what this, this is and I don't want to work hard for money 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah of course. People people want to have money like uh, like that. They they want yes. the next million yeah. tomorrow. You know, FOMO, right? Mm, yeah. Fear of missing out. Yes. Right. So they can't sell because if I sell at 60, oh my God, it might go to 70. I'm going yeah. to feel so bad. I can, <laughs> I, I can, uh, I can miss out on $10,000 more dollars, even though it, it gained 60, right? So you have to get out of your emotions, get out of your emotions, people, when you're investing. Inve- to me, investing in cryptocurrency is like investing in a stock. Exactly. Invest in it and walk away for a year or two. Don't even look at it. Don't even look at it. Don't, don't get caught up in looking at it every single uh, okay. day. So, so, so for example, two questions first what exactly coins should uh, people invest in whether they are new to crypto or whether they are like been in the game for a while and uh, i see people for example this friend he he basically have his phone like uh, most of the time i keep checking every i don't want to say every minute but uh, like every <laughs> every hour so is that okay or can i leave it for example for the next day check it once twice and that's it Though I know this is could be very hard for people because they right. want to see every spike going up and down. And down. <laughs> so so I'll, I'll take your second question first. So back in February, March, April, I was checking it every day, a few times a day. Mm-hmm. Because, um, and a lot of people did that, I was checking it because I want to see what's happening. Because I've never seen, seen it where the market is changing so fast. I wasn't checking it to see when I should sell and buy. I was checking it to see how it's doing. But a lot of people who you you, it, you want to study it. You want to see the maybe the not, trends. Not even study. Mm. Not even study. I just want to say, wow, it gained that much in three hours just to see it happening. Mm. But uh, but some people are are waiting to, to hit that sell button or that buy button. So checking it every few hours, every few hours, and that's when it becomes poor behavior. That's when it becomes mentally draining for you to have to watch it and be, be, be pulled by it. I, too, have friends that are checking it every day and are waiting, are saying, are saying to themselves, should I sell, should I not, should I sell, should I not? My advice, again, would be now would be to look at it once a month when you're doing your, your monthly budgeting or you're doing your monthly, your monthly finances because you want to get to a place where you're not going to sell based off what you're seeing the change you're seeing day to day. If this is an investment, again, I invest long term, meaning I'm going to leave it there and mm. see what happens. Mm. People want you want to be able to sell high and buy low. But for me, I don't know, I don't have enough research done for me to do that. To me to have the courage to say, it's high now. I, I think it's going to dip later and I'll buy back in. I don't have that in me. So I just let it ride. So I, I do not think it is mentally recommended to check it X amount of time. It, it would drive you crazy. It will drive you crazy. crazy. And what, what was the first question? Okay, yeah. Um, for, for new people to the market, what should they buy? Mm. I have no idea what they should buy, but I'll tell you what they should do. Mm. They should do their research. My advice, go to, go to a Coinbase, go to a, a Binance, Go to a solid exchange and look at what to, what tokens or coins have the highest turnaround each day. Who's trading in those? 
find the two or three that have the most uh, the highest uh, daily trades and do some research. Invest $25, invest a low amount of money in there first, learn how to read the market data, learn how to buy, learn how to send, learn how to receive, learn how to sell, learn what to do before you invest a lot. I want to tell you what, it's going nowhere. Okay, this is blockchain. It'll be around for mm. a long time. It's not like a company that's on a stock exchange and they fold and they're off. These things will be there for a long time. There is no rush. Start small, start small, start small, learn the ins and outs. And as you learn more, invest more. You know, I, I advise people invest $100 a month. That's not a lot of money. Invest $100 a month. And after a while, you'll understand how to do the right kind of research. Mm. So the recommendation is basically if someone wants to start, start with a low amount, even $25, $50, $100, something that right. is extra. Right. Yeah, and start doing it little by little so you will gain and know the markets, how it moves, how it, uh, what happens, what kind of, for example, news affects it, stuff right. like that, yeah. And let me uh, add, I am not mm. a financial advisor. <laughs> I, am, I am not a financial advisor. So you mentioned that cryptocurrency and the blockchain is a technology that is going to be here forever, probably. So the, glob the global use of the cryptocurrency, because like we mentioned earlier, some, some countries accept it now. I think some other countries and governments are not. Uh, right. So what, uh, what, what's the, your, uh, what, what do you think is the global use of cryptocurrency becoming legit in terms of payment and regulations and regarding taxes? Yeah, um, I think that each country is going to approach it differently. Uh, here in China, cryptocurrencies are not accepted, but blockchain is legal. I believe in India, they're outlawing cryptocurrencies. Um, certain countries are banning cryptocurrencies. The people there, what, what that means really is that you can't go anywhere in a country and use it to buy, buy things, and you can't go from an exchange to a bank in that, in, that, in that country. But people still find ways of, of investing. So if you live in India and people are in China, they can still buy Bitcoin, but they have to go through third parties to do it. Mm -hmm. So it's banned, but people can still get access to it because it's globally, it's, it's legal. It's legal. Um, I do think countries like the United States are too smart to miss out on getting their taxes. So they have, they are finding ways to tax individuals um, on transactions. For example, if Coinbase, um, Binance US, you now, when you link that to a US bank, you now have to submit information, uh, legal information about who you are, where you live, and that information also, also provided to the IRS. So you have to now understand that the US is gonna find some way of taxing your, your investments. Um, so it's very, but we don't know there, how they're going there, to do There's nothing goes by the government. They are not going to let anything go by right, them. Right. They, they always want their right. piece of the they cake. Want their, they, they want their piece. And if they can't tax it, they will block it. So I do think that the U.S. will do something to make it, to potentially to block it. But again, 
you can't block it from people. People are still going to have access to it. So I think it's, uh, it's above the reach of a lot of countries mm. or out of the reach of a lot of countries. Yeah. So awesome. So tell us a little bit more your, on your platform, exchange.io. Right, right. So on our platform, we offer assessments, training, and coaching. The assessments we do, it's interesting because we have a, one of our clients now is a very famous uh, NBA team that takes our assessments for their rookies, for people who are looking at drafting, and for the players. So we offer assessments where uh, organizations can have the employees, the students, the players take certain assessments which help them identify their strengths, weaknesses in certain areas. We also offer trainings. Now, trainings are focused more on what's important in the workplace now, which are soft skills. If you go back, say, 10 years ago, trainings were more technical in nature. You can learn how to code. You can learn these technical things. Now, organizations want you to be trained on being a good team, team, teammate, on being able to collaborate with your team members. So how much grit do you have? How are the problem-solving skills? So more, more trainings on, on, on problem-solving, problem what we call the soft skills. We also have the gas or what, what powers our platform is our own cryptocurrency called XCZ. So we have this cryptocurrency that's available, or will be available for different players in our, in our ecosystem. For example, the individuals who design training, the individuals who do the coaching, each person, each time, excuse me, the training is used, each time a person buys the, the training module, they get paid in our cryptocurrency. Each time a student pays for an assessment or pays for training or coaching, they pay using our cryptocurrency. They also get a rebate each time they complete a course. So that, that serves as an incentive for people to take training, finish training, and we also provide what we call our digital credentials. So mm. if you think of your, your transcripts now from your university, the university owns those transcripts. If you go out for a job and the job wants to see your college information, you must contact the college, tell them you want it, pay them money, and wait for them to mail it to you. That may take weeks to months, and it costs money. What we're doing now is we give access to these, these transcripts, so, so to speak, these digital credentials to the person. And those are stored where? They are stored in the blockchain. So now, if you're going for a job interview, you can now provide to, to that potential employee access to your certifications, owned by you, owned and managed by you, not by a third party Blockchain. organization, yeah. which, which, which is groundbreaking. This is the same technology they're trying to use for medical records. If you think now about having to go to a doctor, let's say you're, tra you're traveling somewhere, you get injured, and you have to go to a doctor. They have no access to medical records, none. But if you have those on the blockchain, you can provide through your cell phone or through other means access right there on the spot to your medical records to that doctor. Mm, cool, awesome. So what would, what would you say, one takeaway for the audience from this episode? Is it to invest or to invest? No, I definitely, I definitely think that people should Do's invest, and don'ts. Yeah, should invest in cryptocurrencies. The, the takeaway should be invest 
with your mind, not your emotions, right? Mm -hmm. Do complete your due diligence before you invest. And, you know, it's sort of like before you jump into a, a, a swimming pool, you want to dip your toe in the water first. Dip your toe into crypto first before you jump in. You have time. It's not going anywhere. It's going to be going up. It's going to go down. But after it goes down, it's going to go back up. I'll tell you what, after it goes back up, it'll go back down. So it's going to keep, it's going to keep doing that. So you, you yeah. do not have it's, to feel like it, Yeah. Yeah, it's like investment in uh, in in shares in the stock market. Right, it goes right. up and it goes down depending on certain uh, things, depending on certain situation in the economy, exactly. in the supply and demand, and other exactly. other things. Yeah. So, so where can people get in touch with you, Colin? Yeah, the, the best way to get a hold of me um, for coaching, training, um, cryptocurrency discussions. You can go to my website, O-L-I-G-Y-E.com, O-L-I-G-Y-E.com, and have access to our online educational platform for assessments, training, and coaching. They can go to exchange.io, X-C-H-A-I-N-Z.io, X-C-H-A-I-N-Z.io. Cool, awesome. Well, thank you, Colin, for being here with me today. And uh, nice having you. And we'll definitely have links where uh, I can. Yeah, Hussein, thanks for having me on your show, man. It's been awesome. very good conversations. Awesome. Thank you for listening to this episode of Success Grid. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you found value in the show, rate and leave a review on iTunes. For more resources, visit successgrid.net. Until next time.